welcome to the Inspired Riding Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Lauren Parrish. As a certified riding instructor, remote coach, and animal communicator, I bridge the gap between your inner and outer worlds as you strive to enhance all aspects of your riding. I'm here to remind you that you are powerful and more than capable of changing your reality with your horse time. Let's slow down, trust our intuition, and listen to our horses. Take a nice deep breath and release any tension you're holding on to right now. Excellent. Here we go. As promised in the previous podcast, I want to share with you the power tools that open the door to having conversations with your horse on an energetic level. I'm going to take you through all of the steps that I use before, during, and after an animal communication session. Please note, if you have any questions that come up, feel free to reach out to me through my website, inspiredriding.com. First, be sure you're sitting up and have your feet on the ground. If you're short like me, you might want to place a pillow behind your back. Let's begin by taking another nice deep breath in through your nose, out through your nose. Then begin to really listen to your breath. See if you can make it audible. It'll begin to sound like ocean waves. Send some love and appreciation to your whole body. Wiggle your toes and feel your feet on the ground. You can say out loud or in your mind, I am here. I am grounded. Once you begin to connect with your breath and feel more grounded and centered, you can now scan your body to get a sense of how you're feeling. This grounded feeling will help you locate any specific aches or pains in your body. It's important to begin to notice what's going on with yourself before you tune into your horse. As a lot of empaths have noted, once you tune in with your horse, you might get a sudden sensation in your body that's actually coming from your horse. It's pretty wild if you're not used to it. I feel it often when I'm riding or even when I just hop off my horse. The energy transfer is fascinating. But just for our purposes here, imagine that you're doing your best to create a very neutral feeling in your body. If you do feel any specific tension or pain, see if you can breathe and soften those areas. Allow the tension to float away on your exhales. From there, you'll at least have a good awareness that those sensations are definitely from you and not from the horse you're about to connect with. As you enjoy this feeling of being grounded, I will now explain what I do, so you may simply listen and process. You can choose to follow these steps at a later time if this intrigues you. After I've become fully grounded and feel neutral, I then ask for the communication session to be for the highest good for all involved. I then set the intention for the most accurate and kind conversation possible. From there, 
I begin focusing on breathing into my heart center. I imagine my heart expanding as I breathe. As it gets bigger and bigger, I then take a look at the photo of the horse I will be tuning in with and imagine connecting to their heart as well. I feel my heart expand and reach out to the horse's heart. Once I feel a connection, I then let them know who I am and that I've been asked by their human to chat with them on their behalf. Some horses will be eager to tell me what's going on in their lives, while some are a bit more skeptical and need me to be patient with them. Just like humans, every horse's personality will guide the conversation in the most surprising ways. I can see images, hear their words, and often feel what they're feeling in their bodies. As many times as I've tuned in, and it's been in the hundreds now, I'm always so pleasantly surprised when I get confirmation that there were specific issues going on where I could feel them showing me in my body. Once I've completed the session with the horse, I thank them with the Hawaiian forgiveness ritual called Ho'oponopono. They are four phrases, which are, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. When I use them to conclude a session, I say, thank you for connecting with me. I'm sorry if this was an intrusion in any way. Please forgive me if it was. I love you. Often after that, the horse is quite eager for me to go and report back to their human. Once I've emailed the insights, I then get up from my meditation chair and go to the nearest sink. I let the water run over my hands and then I clap a few times to help shift the energy. And if I really need to, I'll do a little bit of what they call jazz hands and just spread my fingers out to shake them around a little bit. This is a wonderful practice when you want to transition to doing your next thing in your day and not feel like you're still connected to the last thing your energy participated in. If you're feeling particularly stuck, taking a shower is always advisable to wash off any unwanted energy as well. Now that I've shared with you the process, I hope you'll embark on your own journey by asking your horses to connect with you. If you're curious about what I typically ask, it often depends on the horse, but one of the most common questions that comes up is this, how can I be a better human for you? Another great one would be, what do you need to feel your best? It's good to get creative and always focus on kindness. Some might be tempted to jump in and ask right away, why did you bite me or buck me off? While it's good to know the answers to this, it could be more productive in your session to ask instead, is there something bothering you that I can be more aware of? And then perhaps lead into the question, are you trying to tell me something about your body or your life when you go to bite or buck while I'm riding? It's better to ask with an open mind and heart rather than come in with a jaded perspective. I hope you'll honor the fact that your horse is willing to chat with you. Be sure to treat it with reverence and be grateful for whatever messages you receive. Again, please reach out with any questions about all this. I know for some, telepathy seems like a very out there concept, yet for me, it's just like breathing. And it's incredibly useful when you're working with your horse in person as well. 
Can you imagine sending images to your horse and then receiving them back as you're riding? That's one of the most rewarding experiences when you can get it dialed in. Try it the next time you ride. Imagine clearly what you'd like to do with your horse and connect your heart to your horse's heart. Notice what comes up. You might get another image, a word, or just a feeling. If you're unsure about the message, ask your inner guidance to give you a clear yes or no feeling. Remember that from the last podcast? Just keep practicing with tapping into what feels true, and then you'll have less doubts about what information you're receiving from your horse. Here's an example of how I was using this during a ride. I was doing a lot of trot walk transitions with Pepper and wanted to see if he was up for cantering. I sent him the image of us cantering, and I got a clear message, let's wait for tomorrow, lady. I also felt a bit of tension in his body, and he raised his head and neck up slightly. I honored all of that and relaxed my body and gave him a scratch on the neck. He relaxed as well, feeling like I got the message. I ended the ride, and then for our next ride, he offered the most beautiful canter transitions. That ride felt amazing because he was so happy that I listened to him and he rewarded me the next time with giving me even more than I expected. Also, before I ride, I use my handy companion journal for inspired riders that I created at the beginning of the year. It prompts me to write down my goals, asks how I'm feeling, and also has me ask my horse what he feels like doing in our session. When I'm done riding, I can then write down what we did, what felt great, what needs to change, and there's even a section to tune in with your horse to ask what's needed to improve our next ride. I've mapped it all out, and even though I've done all of this quite naturally for years, there is so much power and clarity that comes when you take a few minutes before and after your ride to write all of this down. Plus, with all that happens in a day, it's wonderful to look back and have the insights to see how far you've progressed. I love that my remote students will send me a screenshot of their daily entries before and after their lessons. It lets me know how they're feeling ahead of time and what insights they receive from the ride. If you'd like to learn more about how to get a copy for yourself, check out my website, inspiredriding.com forward slash journal. Okay, now I'd love to share a few confirmation stories from my animal communication sessions. The first was when I initially learned how to tune in with a photo. I was handed a picture of a horse from a complete stranger. I followed the steps I explained earlier and was shown this entire horse's world. I could see the mare he had a crush on, and boy did he love her, oh my goodness. <laughs> I saw the color of the barn. I saw a big arena where he was being ridden with these beautiful rolling hills in the distance. I could still see it in my mind. And then I saw him turning to bite his human's boots while she was riding him. He's a pretty feisty little guy. Anyway, all of these details were completely confirmed by his owner. And I was just astounded and really excited to know it was truly possible to receive this information in this way. And then the same woman who I exchanged photos with connected with my childhood dog that had since passed away many years before. That moment was also a beautiful confirmation 
that we can also commune with our animals in spirit. My old dog told her all about me and how I acted as a child, and even some of the clothes that I wore. And then she even described what the inside of my childhood home looked like, to the point where she described a really specific type of tile floor that is not that common. And it just impressed me so much. I knew there was just no going back. Most recently, a lovely gray Arabian was so excited to show me his new toy. It was one of those jolly balls that had a large handle he could pick up with his teeth. It was a blue ball, and I could see him picking it up and tossing it around. I could feel his joy and excitement about it. The coolest part of that interaction was that the owner told me that she had just purchased that jolly ball the day before. Well, he clearly loved it. He just couldn't wait to show me. <laughs> and finally, my favorite confirmation actually came from a dear old cat. He told me that he loved it when his owner would sing to him, and I got very clearly it was the song, You Are My Sunshine. What was interesting about this session is when I told the owner about this, she replied that she doesn't sing. So I just shrugged it off and went, okay, well, maybe I just got something wrong. It is what it is, and that's something I've learned. I just have to become really neutral about any confirmation or not. I just keep doing my thing. Well, the next day, she suddenly remembered that she did wrap him in her arms two weeks previously. And guess what? She actually sang that exact song, You Are My Sunshine. That gave me the chills when I read that message. Those are the moments that remind me to keep helping animals and their humans. It's my hope that more and more people will be open to this way of communicating. And I can simply enjoy cheering everyone else's relationships on. Until then, I'll continue offering these animal communication sessions and also remind everyone that they are powerful. You are by nature an intuitive being. You can tap into these power tools. I believe in you, and I know your horse does too. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'll dive into more of my story in the next one. Until then... Remember to lead with kindness for both yourself and your horse. Thank you so much for listening, and may the horse be with you always.